Your pen, you ready? It describes what was pens. It was iron. It was firm. It was mineral. Hey, I think we got one. This is Holmes. And this is Thomas. And welcome to Sitting on the Bench. All right, welcome back to Sitting on the Bench. My name is Thomas Olerich. And this is Adam Holmes. And uh, thank you. Honestly, I'm really surprised if you're still listening at this point. Because uh, first one was kind of garbage. That's all right. We're learning. We're learning, though. We're trying to pick things back up. And we got a new little episode for you today. So, yeah. So, today um, we want to talk about one uh, facet of something that we find fascinating, which is conspiracy theories. Yeah, we... um had a conversation and some of these things really fascinate us and today we are going to go over one specific one and we'll do um future ones that we find interesting that are popular that are unpopular and give our opinions but for now we're going to be going over the moon landing um so to begin um we wanted just to get the unbiased opinion of somebody who has done absolutely zero research and this is one of our roommates and in fact our other one just walked in the door so we might have him do it as well uh, but he's a little more biased. But first off, we're going to have the the good old Curtis, Curtis Calderwood. Yeah, Hennifer Calderwood. He's from Hennifer, Utah. So oh, he doesn't know a lot about technology. Um, so we're just going to get his opinion on it and what he thinks about the moon landing and whether or not it was real or fake. Wow, guys, thank you. First of all, thank you. I'm elated to be on the set here with you today. Heard a lot of great things. Um, looking forward to some more great podcasts. Um, oh. So you ask about my opinion on the moon landing, is that correct? Uh huh. Whether it was it was a hoax or it was it was legit, you just kind of want to get your just initial thoughts on what you think. Um, uh, deep down inside, I think it's legit. I really do think they we landed on the moon. Um, however, I want to believe that it is a conspiracy theory. Um, but I wait, wait. You want to believe? <laughs> I do. Um, this was during the time of JFK. Am I correct? Well, okay, so the actual moon landing <laughs> itself was after his assassination, but he was the one that initiated the moon process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. Apollo program was during his time, as well as the Mercury program. Okay. Um, from my professional opinion, which I don't really have one, I, I think we landed on the moon, um, and there is a lot of evidence that proves that we didn't, but I think that those opinions are biased and not relevant, really. So I think Curtis concludes that Moon landing was real. Absolutely. Thank you for your thoughts, Curtis. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Glad to have you on here. And now we're going to have a very biased, biased opinion from Landon our Hardy. My cousin, my own Landon Hardy. Um, I already know his opinion, but you are very soon to know it as we well. Still, we still want to hear it. We love to hear it. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, well, like Curtis said, it's just really cool to be here on set with you guys. Um, you wanted to hear my opinion about the moon landing, is that correct? That is correct. And I know you think it's a biased opinion. I think technically all opinions are biased to a certain extent. It's getting deep. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with Curtis on this one. I think we absolutely landed on the moon. Unlike Curtis, I do not wish that we hadn't landed on the moon. <laughs> big fan of the Americans getting there first. I think that's an important point in our history. And I think to say that the moon landing was fake kind of devalues that important historical aspect. Do you find any of the evidence relevant to you, or is it just you just see it as all it's just someone trying to dig up random things that aren't legit? I think at first glance, a lot of the evidence against the moon landing being real 
seems compelling, but scientifically, I think it's hard to back up the evidence, especially when we have so many firsthand accounts of people that were involved in the moon landing and the scientific evidence that continues to give results today about the data and the samples that they actually took from the moon. So when you really get into it, I don't think that the evidence against the moon landing is very accurate or convincing, no. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you, Landon, yeah, for sharing thanks with for us having today. Me. <laughs> we appreciate your opinion. I'm sure we'll uh, hear more from him in a future episode. Smart guy, smart guy. Um, perfect. So now what we wanted to do is we wanted to kind of give our um, me and Holmes's opinions <laughs> before we researched this. Yeah, because we both took we both knew a little bit, but we took some time to dig a little deeper on the internet. So, you know, it's <laughs> and, coming from a good source. Yeah, of course, you know, of course. And, but we, we now, so our opinions have differed, at least for me, from when to start until the conclusion. So. I don't want to tell you what the concluding opinion is because I want to keep you on suspense. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll start, we'll begin with Thomas. What, what, were your, what were your initial thoughts on moon landing, real or not? So, when I was first introduced to the idea that the moon landing could possibly be faked, was in my uh, government class in senior year of high school. At the end of the semester, at the end of the year, we didn't really have anything going on. Like, we had taken all of our tests. It was one of the last days. Classic high school. A classic. And instead of watching a movie, our teacher was very productive and played devil's advocate on many popular conspiracy theories. So she talked about the moon landing, uh, JFK assassination, 9-11, I'm pretty sure she brought up Elvis at one point, but basically she played wow. devil's advocate wow. on explaining possible evidence for and against these events. And uh, I heard that and before that, I was like, oh, of course we went to the moon. Like, why wouldn't we go to the moon? Uh, but after that, I still thought we went to the moon, but there was some evidence that I thought was a little fishy that convinced me a little bit that said, hey, maybe it's not all that we seemed. And it was also interesting because I didn't realize how popular this opinion was until I went on my mission to Ukraine. Um, there was a point during one of our English practice, English clubs, where some guy was telling us that he didn't think that even we'd ever been to space, which blew my mind. Like He didn't think the International Space Station was real. And so it kind of opened my mind to the fact that the there are so many, yeah, there's so many different opinions and... You know, everyone has, well, I, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, of course, but it just, it was just really interesting to me. So it got me thinking a little bit. All right, all right. Yeah, that was uh, um, Thomas's initial stance for me. Um, like I said, I didn't know a ton about this, but I'd watched a couple, you know, those documentaries or whatever <laughs> and you see on Netflix or, you, or you've heard things here and there. And I mean, sometimes I always kind of, I like to play devil's advocate too. And sometimes I just like to be skeptical to be skeptical. So. I guess at first I, I kind of initially thought, I was like, you know, there's there's some evidence that they're a little fishy. They're a little bit like, this kind of seems weird, unexplainable things, which we'll go into later. But um, I think uh, me, me and Tom's kind of talked about it before, and one of my one of my thoughts was maybe that like the Apollo 11 um, landing wasn't legit. And so just, the other ones might have been? Yeah, but the other ones might have been. And that, you know, just, just with the space race that, that the U.S. wanted to get on so quick that they might have hoax some things or, you know, maybe just stage the whole thing, but later that we've actually gone to space. Did we ever decide how many people actually, like, landed on the moon? Did we decide on the number? I can't remember. I don't think we even... I just need that. Where's uh, Wikipedia? Where are you? We're going to do a little fact check thing. So, uh, like I said, me and Thomas are no, by no means experts on this topic. We're just a couple of college days 
kids with a little opinion and do a little research. Yeah. So, 12 astronauts have walked on the moon. Um, I want to see how many missions went to the moon. <laughs> 12 total, including um, Buzz and Neil. Boy. So, there are six, six uh, successful lunar missions. Because you had Apollo 13 where... Uh-huh. They didn't get there. Great movie, by the way. I love that movie. <laughs> not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. I guess it's Tom Hanks. Um, so yeah, I guess that's that's my opinion. I was I was a little more, I guess, starting off a little more skeptical. I thought like there could be some hoax, and maybe that first one was was a hoax or was you know a setup. We didn't actually land, but the we eventually made it there. Fascinating. Um, perfect. So we wanted to give you just a little bit of background, a little bit of context um, for this thing that we call the space race. We want to set set the stage for this. Set the mood. Why, um, why, why there's so much controversy surrounding this. So, I don't know about you, but for me, the Cold War has always fascinated me. There's so many little like interesting nuances and cultural things. <laughs> I don't know. I just found it fascinating. Well, I mean, especially, you know, with you serving in... Well, even before, though, like, I always thought it was really interesting. A very interesting part of society. And it is. It is it's a, but no, yeah, it's interesting it's to have seen, like, both sides of the aisle a little bit. Um, so, um, I'm going to just... Name off real quick. There's a bunch of dates and numbers, so bear with me for a second. But I just these are things I think are really interesting. So the first thing you have to realize is the space race is a part of the Soviet Union. It's a part of sorry, not the Soviet Union. It's a part of the Cold War. And so as we all know, the Cold War is between the United States and the Soviet Union. Um, and so I was researching like the major landmarks of space travel, and I found this fascinating. So but before we kind of dive into that, I just want to share with you something I thought was interesting. Um, that showed you how serious the Soviets took it. Um, so in August 30th, 1955, so this is, you know, more than 10 years before the alleged moon landing, um, there's this guy named Sergei Korolev, um, and he was a Soviet rocket engineer. Uh, I don't think they're right. <laughs> what do I know? Um, Anyway, so he successfully petitioned the Soviet Academy of Sciences to create a commission to beat America to space. So as far as I could find, this was kind of like the first, um, like, historically written down uh, account that... That was specifically, you know, trying to beat the... That was trying to, like, turn it into, like, a race. Like a concrete goal that just said, hey, we... Exactly. We're going to beat them. I mean, for exa- so, for example, at this time, the U.S., their goal was low-orbit satellites, but their end goal was not to beat the Soviets. Their end goal was for, like, telecommunications. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like... So this is the first time it was very... Starting to shape the race. Concrete shape. evidence that they had they wanted to beat the Americans. Be the, exactly. Yeah. And so after this moment, after August 30th, 1955, the Soviet Union began to classify almost all of their information that pertained to their space program. So it was no longer easy to access or public knowledge. Um, so I found that interesting. Okay, so now I'm going to kind of go through the the dates of the major points, the major uh, Mile, milestones, milestones. In, in space. And I just want space you, space. real quick, just to, while I'm reading this off, think about who they were. So the first one is October 4th, 1957. The Sputnik 1 was launched into space. So what this was, is this was the first man-made object to leave the Earth's atmosphere. Um... November 3rd, 1957, first living animal in space. It was a dog named Laika. Scoop? Like Scoop. Yeah, but unfortunately, this dog died during the flight. So, you know, don't make fun of her too much. Um, 
But the thing that's interesting is only a month after the satellite. Um, so this gave the USSR an early lead during the space race. Like they had the first two major milestones. Um, May 28th, 1959, the United States successfully brought back live animals. There were two little monkeys, spider monkeys, actually, a male and a female. Really? It's kind of cute. <laughs> I think spider monkeys... Fun little snack. <laughs> I, know that. I think spider monkeys are one of the cutest monkeys. They're just, like, small and like, no, curled on their shoulder. They're just little... <laughs> like, anyway, they survived. Came back, went up, came down, and, as far as I know, lived a long and happy life. Uh, April 12th, 1961, the first man in space, Yuri Gagarin, big, big, big win. This was kind of a big blow to America. Really pushing us. <clears throat> because they were wanting to be the first nation to put a man into space, and they missed it by a month. Alan Shepard was the American, the first American that went to space a month after the Russians. And so everyone was kind of mad. Honestly, like especially like this time of that's like that's really close. That's, oh yeah, that's super cool. And <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of funny to me that they, they just missed it by a month. Yeah. Anyway, June sixteenth, nineteen sixty-three, the Soviets sent the first woman into space, Valentina Tereshkova. I think this is interesting as well that they actually sent a woman to the space because I I don't know I didn't actually look up the first American woman to space. But I don't think it was even like on their like docket. I don't even think they were planning on it. So I thought that was interesting. Um, so I'm just gonna look this up real quick because now I'm curious. So Sally Ride, yeah, she was actually the first one, and I'm pretty sure was that the one where the space shuttle that exploded. I don't know. So yeah, so she was the first American woman in space in 1983. So 1983 versus 1963, 20 years later. So I thought that was interesting as well. Um, and then March 18th, 1965, Soviet cosmonauts conducted the first spacewalk. And so looking at all those things, Holmes, I want you to answer something. Uh, who do you feel like had the majority of those? Exactly. I, the Soviets had almost all of them except for one of them. Um, and that was just live animals. I was definitely pushing the U.S. to... So the, some advancements in space race. Exactly. So there's honestly an argument that saying this, the United States <laughs> lost the space race, as unpopular of an opinion that might be, if you look at just the sheer number, it's like it's like what Michael Jordan six and zero in the <laughs> is NBA in finals. The rest is BS. Fair some might say. Some might say. Um. So yeah. So obviously they were winning the space race. Um. And then so obviously and then the alleged moon landing was July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. Um, and so JFK, our boy Johnny, Johnny Kennedy. Well, I feel like I'm just bombarding with information right now too much. I mean, are you, are you given a lot of dates, which is good. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> he just had the famous moon speech in 1961 where he says, you know, we didn't choose to go to the moon, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. And at that moment, he set a goal with NASA, with America, that we would get a man to the moon before the end of the, of the decade. So 1970. Um, so yeah, yeah there's I, a little bit of background. I think with this this context, it helps um, just to show how maybe how maybe rushed or forced you know the U.S. felt to ch try to um, you know maybe protect a little pride, um, like you know GFK said to they wanted to, we wanted to win the race. We wanted to. This was a big a lot of science advancements, technolo technology advancements, and so this was you know the Soviets obviously as we've shown that we did a lot more before the U.S. did in 
terms of the space race and pushed us to, you know, so some might say that U.S. was rushing it, like I said, my <laughs> first debate. <opinion. laughs> <laughs> to get someone to the moon, which, you know, caused a lot to think, oh, well, it's probably, maybe it was a hoax. Yeah, I mean, I think the interesting uh, thing you have to remember about this time period is this was right in the middle of the Red Scare and McCarthyism, where people were afraid of communists. Um, the United States didn't want to feel weaker or insuperior to the Soviets. <laughs> I know that the United States was kind of worried that uh, with all the technology that the Soviets had gotten from this, that they might weaponize, you know, like some nuclear weapons or something. So, so there's a little history for you. I'm sorry to bore you. I thought it was interesting. We should give us some facts. That's all. Thomas likes his facts. <laughs> Tommy like facts. Tommy likes facts. <laughs> so we're gonna go now into, um, you know, kind of some of the evidences that people bring up for the moon landing being, being a little, you know, fishy, being a hoax. Or so evidence like, against the moon landing. Evidence against the moon landing. Saying we did not do it. It did not happen. And it was all, it's all a conspiracy, man. It's all made up. Let's do it. So yeah, leading up to this, they're now in 1969, when is when the Apollo 11 mission successfully landed Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin on the moon. Or so they say. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. Illuminati. So yeah, so in our in our research, we 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 uh we found a f- quite a few things that you know that are brought up and said you can look this up too and find out for yourself. But we'll start with um. One of our favorites is known as the Sea Rock. As in the letter C. The letter C, like... C as yeah. in Cook. C Cook. as in Charlie. Or Cosmonaut. See what I did there? I see what, <laughs> what you did. <laughs> and so the Sea Rock is to believe, um, for, skepti- for skeptics, that it was a prop rock. And that in, in filmmaking, that they use different props and they label them, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, or, you know, 1 through 10, to make sure they know, hey, this is, this is a prop rock, it's labeled, and so... There is a couple photos, obviously we can't show you, but that has a pretty, you know, distinct C in it. Like it's almost like carved in or like shadowed in, or you can it, see. It looks unnatural. It looks unnatural to be ish and either. And it's just one of like one of the photos randomly. So they're like, what? What's up with that? What's up with that? Um, the second thing is in any and all the pictures of the moon landing, you don't see any stars in the background. And so the argument for that is, you're in space, you're on the moon. There's really no atmosphere on the moon. So the stars should be brighter. You should be able to see more stars. It's true. Because, I mean, like, you look, we can all go outside right now. I mean, I guess maybe a lot of us live in, in cities. But, like, if you go out of the country, you can see billions of stars clear as day. And so they're saying, why not Why not on the moon? You know, why can't we see any stars that's all just black? Yeah. Quite interesting. Very interesting. Kind of interesting. Do we, do we want to walk through these and then go through each one? And You know what? I kind of want to debunk them all right now. Okay. <laughs> I think you can probably understand our opinion at this point, <laughs> but I'm kind of done with it. So here we go. That's, I think maybe should be maybe more effective than that. So I, I guess we can. Should we just start with the stars? Or the stars? I I feel I feel very passionate about the stars. I'm gonna be honest with you. All right, let, let know, Tom. So, let know how you feel about the stars. Um. So the stars um was one of the main things that made me think the moon landing was fishy when I was in that government class. Um, but now I realize how stupid I was. Um, I mean, it seems like a compelling argument for just at face value. It really was. Yeah, like, at face value. stars. Like, I thought the same thing, too. But then I realized there were a lot of pictures of, like, the International Space Station in space without any stars in the background. And as I understood this, obviously, space is called space for a reason. 
which means that there's a lot of empty space in between objects. And so these stars are like billions and billions of miles away. Um, and so uh, the reason that we're not seeing them in these pictures is because the pictures on the moon were not long exposure shots. They're all just like you're taking a picture on your phone. It's like a really quick little shot. Mm-hmm. So like there wasn't a lot of – so like for example, if they put a camera on the moon and let it sit there for a while to like let as much light in as possible, then you would see the stars. But the fact is that they didn't. It was just really quick. So that's – that makes sense to me. I know, and I, I found something too that like it said. I found something. <laughs> but it was national treasure. Sorry, not sponsored. Shout sponsor. out. <laughs> but, little reference. Um, but it was that same thing. They were showing what the picture would have looked like if it captured the stars, and the lighting on the moon. It would have been almost impossible to see the the this. So, I mean, the moon is really it, bright. Yeah, because it, it would have been over brightening, but you would have been able to see the stars in the background. Holmes, are you but, familiar with the term albedo? I am not. <laughs> Sorry, I learned this from my astronomy class. So albedo basically refers to how reflective a uh, planetary object is. Oh, really? So the Earth's albedo is less than the moon. So the moon basically reflects more light than the Earth. Yeah, so yeah, that was, we, uh, yeah, we both, like I said, we both did our own separate research, but I was definitely like, that makes a lot of sense. For, yeah. Just in the fact that, you know, the, the cameras they were using at the time and how, how you would capture stars was not, that wasn't their goal. They were trying to take a picture of the astronauts, so... We're going to call BS on that one. <laughs> there, we said it. We said it. Did we say it? Sue us. Sue so us. What? Actually, don't actually. Don't sue Please us. Please don't. We, so, we're, we don't count on that. We're poor college kids. Um, crosshairs in the picture. Yes. To be honest, I didn't do a ton of research. Well, this is awkward. Um, so the argument for this one, so on behalf of the, on the moon, skeptics, crazy yeah. moon people, Crazy moon people. May I refer to them as that, as such? Maybe, maybe. I think they have their consent. Okay, yeah, their consent. You're good. Okay, we're good. Okay. So, basically what would happen, if you look at all, like, older pictures of space programs and stuff, you'll notice there are little crosshairs in every picture. And basically what these were, these were little things that were painted onto the lens of the camera, and that just helped engineers, like, judge distance and depth. So I guess what's the, what's the, what is the big deal, I guess, for skeptics was? So the big deal is, in some of the pictures, of? apparently... Um, the crosshair that's painted on the lens shows up behind an object in the picture. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, I think there's one where um, it's, like, behind one of the stripes in the flag. So saying, like, it was... It should just be in front of it. So, in theory, in theory, it should be always in front of it. And so there's another one where it's, like, in front of the... I don't know what it is. It's some weird little, like, measuring science object. Yeah. But where the crosshair appears to be behind it. And then... But... So that's so that's what they say, and the reality is is these are just poor quality objects. And if you enhance the image, actually, you can. It's very obvious that it's in front of it. That's true. And that's like I was reading up too a lot about you know people saying that like the pictures taken at the time. There's a lot of like goes into developing the pictures and film, and there's a lot that can happen that can alter it. You know, if in the development stage. And that so kind of like, comes from the Sea Rock right there. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, because they said it's just probably it was just by happenstance, just a random one in a million kind of chance. They almost said to think they thought it was a hair or something. Well, I mean, it makes sense though, because if you, they had to do it all by hand back then, yeah, you know, it wasn't just so, digital. It's like, and it's like, you know, if you're going to be skeptical, you can you can look at every little detail and find because there's people who go through each picture and like, oh, well, is that an alien? Is that this? Or is that a is that a is that a lighting? Aliens are discussion for another day. That is another day. <laughs> so, yeah, the crosshairs was maybe is it debunked? Is it debunked? I, I say debunked. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, awkward. No. Oh. <laughs> Um, the next one is the no, but for the, for the rover that was landing, they say that, um, at the, the speed and the, the power, the thrushes that would be going at should have left a much bigger crater. 
or you know evidence that you know it landed and that's there's you know a lot of people saying that oh those are dispersed more yeah there's there's nothing there there's no evidence of it being landing i mean you're using so much power to land these things and 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 what they were saying though in honesty is like it's i think the moon has like one sixth gravity of the earth i think it's something, like, something that. like that i don't know if you double check on those numbers but I'm just saying that they don't need actually that much as propulsion as much you think to to land, and it wouldn't cause. Yeah. Well, what I also heard is that they purposely picked a part of the moon that didn't have a lot of dust. Oh, really? Because it could have like done stuff to the equipment and stuff. Didn't know that. So they purposely tried. To, well, from what I understand, I don't know if that's true or if I just came up with that on the spot. <laughs> but it sounds good. It sounds good. We're so gonna, I'm we're gonna keep it. it. We're gonna keep it. <laughs> so, but I think too, it's important to know that like a lot of these with these, these photos and the way things interact, this is it's the moon. It's not the Earth, and so we, we, we A lot of people get caught up on the fact yeah, that there's a picture that would not behave that way on Earth, and say, "Well, you're on Earth." We can't we can't use the same rules as Earth as the Moon. Yeah, it's different. It's different. That's what I think. Um, the backgrounds. These are oh, those are from the the pictures, right? That have yeah. the same similar. So yeah, so there's there's a set of pictures that has. From the Apollo 11 missions, that is uh, allegedly this is you know from the skeptic side saying that it's it, well it NASA says it was like about like about hundreds of miles or a couple miles away or something miles a, away like really far basically a good distance and in both these pictures it looks like it's the exact same background exact same um you know distance so they're saying why are you claiming that it's miles away when it looks like it's the exact same picture like you just got a backdrop in a you know studio and filmed it in the, the desert or something you know yeah well, yeah it looks good. <laughs> So that's like that's one of the their allegedly you know the fishy evidences of like saying that it was. And you know, the argument for normal people is well, the moon first off is a lot smaller than the Earth. Mm-hmm. So even if something is like twenty miles away on Earth, that is not going to equivalent equally on the moon. So twenty miles away from Earth is way farther. It will at least like that the landscape will feel like it's much farther than it is on the moon. And like I said, I don't understand atmospheric um, properties and stuff super well where they're saying you know lack of atmosphere lack of light pollution would cause a lot of again the things you know we would expect on earth you know we we expect like oh this this picture was taken on earth it would it's definitely it's not a thousand miles away but it's the moon and so there was a lot of different you know a lot of different variables going into that yeah but um so just want to do like a couple more or what are we thinking yes we do a couple we should do so I had no idea that these moon reflectors even existed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm just, so, this is kind of fun. This, this so yeah, we're, we're digging this up. I uh, I found out like there was there's tons of videos, articles, stuff that I was reading up about. But we not only do we take home like moon rocks, which people have been studying and stuff, and you know they've been doing experiments on them forever. They even have a couple of them saved for future you know technology uses. But that they put reflectors on the moon, which we can then from Earth bounce lasers back back from the moon to get a better, you know, idea of the distance the moon travels, its its path, and just to learn more about the moon. And so, like, that's... We have those up there. That's like, Can I just say, that is, like, the coolest thing it is, it's that anyone's ever like, done. I like, they put, like, a freaking mirror on the moon, and there's... They thought of everything. Aiming a laser point at it from on Earth. Like, it like, we do not... I feel like, as a nation, we do not give NASA enough credit, man. That's a smart... That's a really simple, smart idea. That's like, so cool. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know. And I've always heard this fact growing up that said my TI-83 calculator had more computing power than, like, what it took to send people to the moon. That's true. I've always thought that was fascinating to think that my freaking 
in my freaking statistics class. I could have sent someone to the moon instead of freaking graphing matrices. <laughs> was, uh, so yeah, and a lot of this, a lot of what I read too is people were saying that we actually had, we had the technology to go to the moon in 1969, but we actually didn't even have the technology to fake all this in Ooh, 1969. That's interesting. Which I thought was interesting because there was a lot of, I started, it was kind of taken from a perspective of, of some film people, a couple of people that I read up about and watched some videos. And they were just saying that, you know, there's like this, this was a live stream. Like, um, obviously we were in a live for it. Um, but that, like almost like 600 million people were watching that broadcast. And the guy was, one of the guys was saying that it, it ran, the camera runs 143 minutes con- consecutively. And, you know, he's like, he's like the, the amount of, um, you know, like the amount of like technology, they didn't have the specific, the film, the camera, the equipment to do this. So, um, effortlessly and, you know, and he was just saying with the, the slow motion, cause you know, as people like when you, you've been doing slow motion, it looks a certain way, but he was, he was debunking all these. Like I said, I'm no, again, I'm no expert on the cameras and stuff, but it was fascinating to see that we, we didn't have that kind of technology, which I was like, well, sounds good to me. That's like pretty. <laughs> That's pretty... interesting to think that we had the technology to go to the moon, but not to, not to fake, fake it. it. That is, I, I, that's kind of cool. Awesome. Once again, <laughs> shout out to NASA. <laughs> if you know anyone who works for NASA, give them a high five. Maybe even a hug if you feel Consensually. Yeah, make sure they're okay with that. <laughs> Oof. But yeah, so like that's that's a lot of the stuff. Um, I guess well, just one last thing with the flag moving. I thought originally because I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But like, if you look at the video, I didn't even realize like if if it was quote unquote like air or whatever, it does not behave the way it would even. It's like it's much more stiff. And to come to find out, they had rods they put in, it's like like behind like to the flag so it would stay out because they wanted a good picture. And while they were moving it, they just kind of bent it and yeah. You, you should just go look at it. It's it's, 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 really, it's pretty fascinating. It's pretty but I, like it wasn't even as I thought it would be like legit. And turns out it wasn't. Um, so, I mean, I guess conclusion-wise, I think you can probably tell our opinions right now. I believe we went to the moon. Before this, I thought there'd be more compelling evidence against it. Low-key disappointed. Yeah, so I, I was, it was earlier today, and I told Thomas, I was like, yeah, I was, I was a little bit disappointed. This, like, I mean, some conspiracy theories hold a little more weight to me, you know, like, there's some more, and I thought, I thought the same originally about the moon, but the more I delved into it, there was actually, there wasn't much. So, moon faker believers... I think Get it's, your act together. It's, it's, it's kind of a load, load of crap. You know? Defied. That's just kind of what, what we thought in this little little venture of getting this, that the moon landing did happen, and it, it was legit. It was in 1969. We had the technology. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, they walked on the moon. They're heroes. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. <laughs> so thank you, Buzz. Thank you, Neil. You guys are great. Yeah, so, yeah, this is, um, like I said, we're trying to keep these to, to 30 minutes. Again, this is our second one. Um, we're still trying to get the flow of things and try to, you know, try to improve. Out, try to improve. So, if if some of this wasn't our best, you know, content, give us a break. We're trying. <laughs> Cut us some slack. <laughs> Cut us some slack. Oh well. But, but like always, yeah, we we enjoy doing these. We'll we'll, we'll hear more from you'll hear from us more from us later about many other topics. So my name is Thomas and my name is Adam and this was sitting, sitting on a bench. bench. Oh, hey. I've been traveling on this road too long